Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, we're going to continue our conversation. We've been looking at how do you make a difference in the world. Uh, we talked about, of course, Elon Musk and uh, his $11 billion and the, the little Twitter battle that took place between he and uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren about who's paying enough taxes. And uh, really, the, the question asked by Representative Crenshaw was, to me, the most important. If you had $11 billion and you wanted to maximize the difference, who would you give it to? Would it be a government or a government program? Uh, would it be uh, an organization, a, a nonprofit? Uh, how do you make a difference in the world? Well, I have the answer. Uh, it's called the Other Side Village and the Other Side Academy. Uh, you want to talk about tackling some real issues, whether that's chronic homelessness, whether you're talking about a lifetime of addiction and criminal behavior and homelessness. Uh, there is a better way, and here to help us break all of that down is the founder, Joseph Grinney. Joseph, Merry Christmas to you. Are you there, Joseph? Sorry about that. Yes. Oh, I, I there we go. Merry Christmas across. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Right. I thought maybe I had offended you and you went off to <laughs> do something better. <laughs> yeah, it'll take more than that. Uh, well, let's let's dive into this. We we thought, you know what, we can't uh, we can't round out the year without uh, getting a check in from our friends at the Other Side Academy and all the progress being made on the Other Side Village. Uh, for our listeners that are just catching up here, give us just a quick snapshot of both of those, and then we'll dig into where we are and what comes next. Oh, happy to do it. The, the Other Side Academy is a two-and-a-half-year free residential place for people to come who have been incarcerated over and over, lived homelessly for uh, many years at, uh, sometimes, who have been addicted to drugs for significant periods of time or alcohol, it's a place for them to come for a minimum of two and a half years and learn to live a different life. And it's self-reliant. As you know, we depend on social enterprises to support the Other Side Academy. And that's the therapeutic model. Our belief is the best way for people to learn to live in a healthy community is just to practice living in a very healthy community for a long period of time. The Other Side Village will be the same. Uh, it's our intention to build a village with about 430 homes that, again, will be beautiful, safe, and self-reliant, that will have a community that uplifts those who participate in it and where they get a chance to learn a different life than they've had for perhaps many years. And that's such a uh, such a, a vital piece to, for all of us to kind of wrap our heads around. I often say on this show that it's community and culture that lead. Uh, mm -hmm. Politics is downstream from that. It follows and sometimes we forget that. We look for some government program to, to solve an issue or a problem. Uh, what you've done with the Other Side Academy uh, is uh, the purest form of criminal justice reform uh, that I think is out there based on principles and helping people learn the behaviors of what it means to be part of a community uh, with a real culture, a, a culture of authenticity and integrity. 
Uh, I know I, I know I never check myself more than when I go to the other side academy to make sure I, I, I have my integrity intact going in because I know it's going to be challenged and elevated while I'm while I'm there. Yeah, you, you and me both. And, you know, as you, as you think about how to help, how to make a difference, and I love that that's your theme, there really are two kinds of human problems. There are asset problems and there are behavior problems. Mm-hmm. Asset problems are my house burns down. And the best way to help someone who has a pure asset problem is just to help them rebuild their house or to get them into a place on their own. Behavior problems are different. Behaviors are where our habits or our choices are part of what got us into our predicament to begin with. And when we misunderstand which kind of problem we're trying to solve, we often do more harm than good. Mm. If you've got somebody who has largely or significantly a behavior problem, their own choices and habits are keeping them where they are, at least in part, and you, and you just try to transfer assets to solve the problem, you usually make the issue worse rather than better. And so for students at the Other Side Academy, what they learn is uh, that we're not going to fix it for them, that they've got to be part of the solution. They need to be self-reliant. They are responsible for maintaining the integrity of the home. And because we expect these things of them, they begin to manifest those expectations. The same will be true in the Other Side Village. We have people who are chronically homeless, living on the streets, and they have asset problems, no question about it. But there are also behaviors and lifestyle issues, which if those aren't addressed in a very direct and unapologetic way, you move people into new housing and they bring all of those sorts of patterns with them, they'll be right back where they started in short order. Yeah. And th- this, is, uh, this is true of all of us. All of us need help to change. And the best way to help people change is to put them in a community that expects something of them, that helps them see themselves more honestly. And we all need that. Yeah, we, we do. We all need that in a significant way. I think it's actually one of the challenges uh, of our time is we've become so disconnected from that kind of community uh, that a lot of those behaviors uh, are the the natural byproduct of that. Uh, Joseph, I want to dig in a little more on the uh, the village. Again, you talked about 430 tiny homes, this uh, community with a, uh, with a real culture around it. Uh, give us an update on where we are in terms of that whole process uh, and what needs to happen next in the in the next weeks and months uh, to make sure that that becomes reality. Oh, thank you. And yes, we're we're at a perfect time for your listeners to take action and to get involved. So we have gone very far in the process. We've identified a site. Uh, we have significant support from the mayor's office in that particular location so far. And we've moved through the planning commission process to vet that particular site. And the next place it's going is is two steps. The first is environmental testing. We need to make sure it's a completely livable and safe place for people to build their homes, including our own team. We will live there on site and to live forever. Uh, That will take about the next 30 days. Uh, And provided we are able to find a good, safe, buildable spot there, it next goes to the city council. And we're hoping that they will address it quickly, that they'll put it on their agenda in January and work through the kinds of decisions that need to be made on behalf of the city. If that's done in a positive way, it then moves to the mayor's office. And we have every expectation that they will be as proactive and in as much of a leadership role as they have been all the way through this. If all of that goes as we need it to, then we ought to be able to start building by March, April, or May, sometime in the spring time frame, and, uh, uh, and begin to help people get off the streets and change their lives. And one, one late-breaking piece of information, last Thursday we had a meeting with our partners at Valley Behavioral Health with 20 potential residents, uh, some of the first potential villagers at the other side village. 
and the response was no less than enthusiastic. And interestingly, while they liked the idea of the homes, the tiny homes, and they saw pictures of what the bathrooms and the living room and a bedroom could look like in this 250 to 400 square foot home, what most of them wanted to talk most about was self-reliance and being part of building a social enterprise and the pride that would come from that. So we're, we're not surprised at all having seen the same at the Other Side Academy, but where we are now is needing to get the environmental testing done, and any who have contact with any of our city council from Salt Lake, they can reach out and express their support. That will help accelerate the chance to save lives. Uh, that is fantastic. And uh, just a couple of quick things before I let you go, uh, Joseph. Uh, other ways that uh, our listeners can participate and engage and be helpful. We know you've got great uh, enterprises uh, with the other side thrift store and the other side mm-hmm. movers. Uh, how else can people get involved and engage? This is a uh, this is a transformational thing, not just for those who are in these in the program and in the culture there. Uh, it changes everybody. It certainly does. Uh, Last night we had people up here in my neighborhood wrapping the Christmas presents for the students at the Other Side Academy. And uh, you've you've been with us for Christmas before. Uh, There were a thousand that needed to be wrapped and the communities showed up, got involved, and it was just the best Christmas atmosphere you can imagine. Uh, People listening today can do the same with the village. Go to theothersidevillage.com and sign up to get information so that you'll know when it's time to send an email or make a phone call to a city councilor. Uh, You'll get updates about where we are in the building process. If you'd like to donate, we have groups of families that have gotten involved and said they want to sponsor the building of a home. That's a terrific way to get involved. Some are buying the bed. Some are buying the the kitchenware or stocking the pantry for the first time. And uh, this will be a transformational moment when they walk into what will be their home for the first time. They'll have responsibility to pay rent, uh, to keep it up, and to be uh, an active part of the community. But we can send our message of support with that kind of involvement. So go to theothersidevillage.com and sign up and roll up your sleeves. All right. That uh, is what it's all about, and I am so excited for 2022. Uh, There will be major transformation, and we're going to get to not just watch it. uh, We're going to get to be in it and experience it. Uh, and really be part of the solution. Uh, big thanks uh, to Joseph Grinney, who we often use the phrase on this show, living within the parentheses of a crazy idea. And uh, Joseph Grinney has permanent residence within the parentheses of a crazy idea. And that's how <laughs> miracles happen. And uh, Joseph, we appreciate you doing that both for the Other Side Village and uh, for the Other Side Academy. Appreciate your work, your friendship, and your impact on our community and the lives of students and their families and their families' families. Uh, this is generational work, and uh, we appreciate all you do in our community. We wouldn't be where we are without you and your strong and consistent voice. Thank you so much, Boyd. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you. We'll step aside for one last commercial break, and uh, we'll wind it all down with a little Christmas message as we round out the week and get you ready for your Christmas holiday. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind 
only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.